All right, once again, I'm at RadFest 2019, and the SENS Foundation has a large contingent of people here, and they have a breakfast where donors of SENS were able to meet with some of the people who are running SENS and, of course, doing some of the research. And I'm here with Tess, who hails from the University of Singapore, who is a recent postdoc hire at the SENS Foundation. Could you give us a little bit of your background, Tess? Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for giving me this chance. Uh, my name is uh, Tess Faun, as you call me Tess. Uh, I am originally from uh, Ethiopia, and uh, I was a teacher there at the uh, University of Gander, uh, uh, teaching biochemistry for different departments. And then in 2014, I got a chance to do my PhD uh, in Singapore, and I studied uh, biochemistry in Singapore for four years. So my PhD project was uh, a model based on the model organism investigating mechanism of aging and uh, different approaches for aging intervention. So to make the long story short, what I did there was like, because I, I usually define aging as a, a multifactorial trait. So there are several factors which determine uh, lifespan, the, the genetic factor, environmental factor, and the interaction between the two are very important. So in my belief, there is no single gene or single pathway that determine your lifespan. So a lot of players together. So having this uh, information, so how can we uh, prevent or reverse aging? And then because of that research, you came in contact with the sense of you, you Did you search out other organizations around the world or universities that uh, were also studying similar things or approach, taking that approach to rejuvenation? Yeah, the, so what I did there was, so I am trying to, I, I was trying to identify different drug combination for aging intervention and we found like three important drugs and when we combine we, we found that a very synergistic lifespan extension in C. elegans and it was conserved in uh, Dersophila fruit flies as well. Okay. So now, flies and C. elegans. Yeah, okay. Now, the next question is how to take this to mammals and all the way to humans. Mm -hmm. And at the end of my PhD, I was looking for a postdoc and I interviewed in different places like uh, obviously Harvard, Stanford, all that. And I was also uh, had a, I was following Aubrey on uh, LinkedIn and he uh, posted the, this uh, SRF research fellowship. And I talked to him and hey, I got this offer. Now I am here as a postdoc in uh, SRF. And how long will you be working at SRF? Um, now it is my third month, just <laughs> starting. Yeah. It, it, will it be like a couple of years? Yeah. So, so currently I have uh, a fellowship from uh, uh, FHF, Forever Healthy Foundation. So uh, the fellowship is for three years. So uh, my ambition here is uh, to apply the combination and drug synergy principle in uh, cellular senescence. So what I'm trying to answer here is like senescence is happening and senescence could be good or bad depending on the different uh, contexts. Ca contexts. But uh, my focus is when the cells go senescence, they produce different substances. We call them SASPs, senescence associated secretory phenotypes. Yeah. And these molecules are, it could be good or bad depending on uh, how much are they, uh, in which conditions they are produced, which type of cells are produced, um, and to how, to how long they are stored in our body. 
So my question is, <clears throat> I would like to identify which SASP molecules cause toxic to the normal cells. So there is a condition called secondary senescence by which the primary senescence produces the SASP and this TASPs affect the neighboring cells, yes. and that's called the secondary senescence. So there are hundreds of SASP molecules, but my question is, how many of these SASPs, which of these SASPs are required and sufficient to induce secondary senescence? Mm -hmm. You know the, uh, I always say this, you know the, what the, what the guy about, I forgot his name, uh, Yamanaka factors? Mm -hmm. So he, he identified four yes. factors which are sufficient for pluripotency, right? Mm -hmm. So which are the factors which are sufficient to cause the secondary senescence? I would love to call them test factors. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. if we able to identify them, then we can easily target these factors okay. and prevent secondary senescence or the damage caused by the SASP molecules. All right, Tess, thank you very much for joining us on the Longevity Now podcast. Uh, thank you very much.